The key to happiness in life is money. Well, that's not true, but at least I got your attention because while money really isn't what's going to bring you happiness, I believe it's super important that we start becoming more educated on this topic as future dentists, and we should start that conversation today. So that's why in this episode, I'm going to focus on what you need to know about the costs associated with dental school. This is part one of a three-part series in which I will be going over the costs of attending dental school. I will release part two on Tuesday in which I will be talking about financial awareness and preparedness as it pertains to dental school. Finally, part three will consist of a conversation about thinking beyond just the income you can make as a dentist as well as becoming financially educated. You're listening to the Re.Dentistry Pre-Dental Podcast. My name is Jordan Lundquist, and I'm here to help you get accepted into dental school. I had below average grades, but still gained admission into three dental programs, including my top choice, the University of Pittsburgh. No matter where you stand, this podcast serves to help you do the same. Famous American motivational speaker Jim Rohn once said, formal education will make you a living, self-education will make you a fortune. Thank you as always for joining me. I really hope all of you are staying safe and doing well. And before I forget, I just wanted to thank those of you who have taken just a little bit of your time to leave this podcast such wonderful and kind reviews. Those things just mean the world to me. And now moving forward, first, that newsletter, the first weekly newsletter was released yesterday. If you want to subscribe to that newsletter, just click on the link in the description box below from whichever platform you're listening from, whether that be Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or something else. I already posted that link to the Dentistry Future Dentist page, and then later on today, and that dentist page on Facebook, and then later on today or tomorrow, I plan to release a video on YouTube and Instagram detailing this newsletter and why it will benefit you. But for now, there's five major reasons. I've gone over those five major reasons in about the last 10 podcasts or so. And so I don't want to keep beating that to death. But just real quick, um, you will have the chance to ask any questions you have concerning the process of getting admitted into dental school. And I will answer all those questions in the newsletter. So that's the first reason. Second reason, you'll have access to my resume. You'll be able to see anything from my personal statement to LORs I received my academic transcript experiences and many more. So if you already read the first newsletter, you'll scroll down to the bottom. There's a link that says my resume that's going to take you to a Google Drive and all those things are uploaded for your benefit available in the newsletter. Um, The third reason is you'll receive additional tips and advice. And this is because you have the chance to ask anything you want answered by replying to the emails. The content will be more specific and geared, geared towards you. Number four, the featured student section. So we already had our first featured student, which was Madai Perez, who I already did interview on the podcast. Um, She's a member of the dental community and it you always will be a member of the dental community in the featured student section and they're just going to share informational slash inspirational messages concerning what worked for them when applying to dental school so it's a way for them to reach out individually to you 
And then number five is just to build community. You will connect deeper with myself, my dental school colleagues, and the pre-dental community. So the second announcement is just the YouTube channel. And I really think you should subscribe to the Read.Dentistry Pre-Dental Nation YouTube channel. In case you haven't already, I'll provide the link below in in the description box. But I've been posting so many unique slash helpful videos on the channel. And a lot of these videos too, um, what I'm starting to do is not only are they applicable towards getting into dental school, but I'm a huge consumer of YouTube, the content on YouTube. And I recognize like in this podcast where I'm going to be focusing on money, I am in no way a financial expert. So I'm not really going to advise you on money. I can only share with you the things, the resources that I'm using to learn about money. But, um, you know, things like money, fitness, my book recommendations and just like life motivation type playlists, I'm uploading there to my YouTube channel. So that's why I really think you should go and check it out. There's so many helpful videos beyond just, you know, the pre-dental stuff. But if you just want pre-dental dental school stuff, that's a really good resource as well. And then I'll also have a playlist for Haley Schultz, who has her own dental podcast, like dental school slash pre-dental podcast, as well as YouTube channel. So you'll just be able to check out tons of content there by visiting my YouTube channel. And finally, I always like to provide context for the episode in which we are currently on, which in this one, we're talking about money. Um, But it is part one of a three part series regarding money as it pertains to dental school slash becoming a dentist. But and then also, you know, I will be covering the costs associated with pre-dentistry. So, you know, whether that be like you studying for the DAT or just applying to dental school, the cost of the applications, supplemental applications. Those of you who have already applied to dental school or are in the process of applying, that's probably no secret to you, but some of you are a little bit further out. Um, I think that's something to think about and prepare for. But I think the conversation about money is one that is extremely necessary we have. So this is how the material in the next three episodes will be broken down. And just as a side note, because I'm releasing um, this two-part series, or sorry, this three-part series, that means the next interview episode will be pushed to Thursday. And I was thinking about doing just like all three episodes in succession, but I don't want to like keep pushing back those who I'm interviewing. So I do want to release the first two and then probably the next Tuesday or Thursday, I'll, I'll just release part three. I thought maybe I could get through this in just two parts. Um, actually, initially, I thought I'd get through in one part, but there's just so much to talk about here. It's such a loaded um, conversation that I think to do my best job, it's going to require more than one podcast to do so. But anyways, yeah, money is a super loaded subject when it comes to dental school and just life in general. But part one, I'm going to be going over the fact, so that's this episode, that dental schools are really expensive. Um, And just so you have an idea, I actually pulled this from one of the newsletters that I'm subscribed to. There's a YouTube channel called Minority Mindset in which they go over like, you know, present day economical um, just issues and things like that. But, um, you know, tons of advice there as it pertains to being aware of my financial circumstances. But from that newsletter, it was said that college tuition rose 1,120% from just 1978 to 2018, despite the average American salaries only increasing just under 500% during that same time frame. So to just kind of break that down for you, what that means is that the cost of attending college is 
far outweighing, you know, the inflation is far outweighing the inflation that you are receiving from your salary. So it's just getting a little bit out of control. And especially now with, you know, the direction the economy is going into because, you know, due to complications with the coronavirus and just other issues that are going on in our country, um, it's something that we really need to get a handle on. So anyways, that's going to be part one, just pretty much talking about the, um, how expensive colleges are, dental schools are in particular. And most of this episode, I'm actually going to be referencing an article that I came across. I'm going to leave the link to that article later so you guys can have a better understanding, be able to read this because it's super, super important. Um, but I'll get more into that detail here in a little bit. And then part two, so which I will release on Tuesday, I'm going to talk about awareness and preparedness as it pertains to the financial aspect of dental school. Um, I believe it's so important important that we be aware of these expenses so that three, um, you know, we can, and three, that because it's going to be the third like bullet point of this three part series. If you, so if you were to like break the whole pod, you know, these three episodes down into one super podcast, this would be the third point preparedness. But yeah, in order to prepare, we have to be aware. So those things really go hand in hand. So I'm going to be talking about the things to be aware of the costs um, and then how you can prepare for those costs. That's going to be part two, which I'll release on Tuesday, part three, which I think will be released the following week because I we will have that interview. That's going to be talking about um, a conversation about thinking beyond money. Um, although I think it's extremely important to be mindful of what to expect financially when applying to dental school and attending dental school, I'm going to be going over why I don't think you should obsess about both that cost and your potential earnings as a dentist. Um, so the last thing that I'll be covering in that episode is just the importance of becoming financially educated. And I'm going to list some of the resources that I believe that you can use to become financially educated because myself, honestly, I'm just kind of starting out um, on this, but I have been studying it a lot. I do not feel like I'm an expert to give you um, my you know opinion on how you should invest your money or you know a lot of these other things, but I can tell you, I can recommend some of the sources that I've been using to study that I have personally found helpful. And then you can make a decision from there. Anyways, before I jump right into today's material, I just want to take a quick 30 seconds to explain to you how you can start your own podcast through Anchor like I did. So point number one, which is going to be the remainder of this episode is the fact that dental schools are very expensive. So we're going to be getting into the cost of tuition as well as living costs within this episode. But to give you an idea of how expensive school is, I'm going to provide you with a link in the description box below of an amazing article I found on studentloanplanner.com. And this article was written by a man named Travis Hornsby. And Travis, he works with tons of dentists concerning their finances and just helping them to be financially successful and being able to analyze all of the costs associated, whether it be with them paying back their student loan debt or with their private practice, all of those things. So these are things that I think it's never too early to start thinking about because a lot of people go into dental school and they become surprised by the fact that 
dental schools were advertising a certain tuition cost, not realizing how interest works. And although they might say that you owed $50,000 in tuition for, you know, that academic school year, really, when you pay it back to the bank, it's going to be more like $150,000 when you consider how the interest works, if you don't know exactly what you're doing. So that's why it's so important to become financially educated when it comes to taking out loans and just in life in general, and just being able to understand a little bit more about money, because unfortunately, this is is not something that we are taught in school. So it doesn't come easy to anybody. It's something you have to learn on your own. And why don't they teach this in schools? Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. But I think that it's a crying shame because I feel like I'm always playing catch up. Again, I do not claim to be a financial expert. I just claim to be somebody who's trying to learn. And so I'm trying to help encourage you guys to learn as well so you can set yourself up. But anyways, this episode is pretty much just going to be referencing Travis Hornsby and this article that he wrote that I found extremely interesting that I would just love to share with all of you. Anyways, he starts off this article by saying, As one of the nation's leading student loan experts, he has consulted on $500 million of student debt personally. So this is just, sorry, I guess that was just more of like a biography about Travis Hornsby. But then um, I I don't want to give away the whole article because to fully understand it, you must read it yourself. But please allow me to take just um, some of his key points for now. But he, or you know, to take away some of those key points, I'm going to emphasize those during this episode. But he starts off by using this example. Imagine if you told a patient you'd charge them $1,000 for a root canal. Then they get the bill in the mail and it says they owe $1,250. The patient would probably be upset, right? Dental schools are effectively doing this to dental students all around the country with faulty cost estimates of dental school. He then goes on to say, right now, the typical dentist I consult with has a student loan debt of around $400,000. There is a big range around this student loan average, and most clients have between $200,000 state school with in-state tuition to $600,000 specialist who used forbearance during residency. However, these numbers are going to get far worse in the future. And so, you know, he starts off using that example of the root canal pretty much saying that you would be very upset if you thought you were going to pay $1,000, but when the bill came back, it was $1,250. The same thing is going on right now with dental schools. And I'll tell you that I interviewed at these schools and they do the orientation with the finances. And I would say one or two of the schools was actually transparent about this. And I want to, and I don't want to say the first one, but I know that Pitt was actually transparent. Like, you know, our our um, financial advisor has been doing a really good job just advising us of what to be aware of and just talking about, you know, the interest uh, rate and what that means. And so, unfortunately, it it really is false advertising. Like, it's crazy to think like these dental schools are already so 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 expensive, but if you you factor in interest on top of that, it makes it even more stressful. Now, there are ways to keep those costs down, which I'm not really going to go over in this episode, but I think it's just important. And this, you know, I'm going to get into this more in 
part two that I'm going to release next week, but it's so important to be aware that it's not just the cost of their advertising, which is a shame. Like they should be more, um, you know, upfront with you when it comes to those things. And you'll see later on this episode where I'm going to talk about how the tuition costs usually get raised as well. Um, you know, per year, they'll just bump up the tuition, which means that you're going to owe more and more back because the interest is going to be affecting uh, a higher number. Um, but he then goes on uh, into using the current published cost of Tufts dental of a Tufts dental school education. So if you go to Tufts, then this is going to be super interesting for you. Um, but anyways, so at Tufts, I think this was as of 2018, I want to say the, uh, program year. So that means like, you know, whichever your dental school, it goes first, second, third, and fourth. So the first year they were publishing a total cost of $111,972. So that's going to be the combined cost of tuition and cost of living expenses, I believe. Um, actually, no, sorry, just, oh yeah, tough list tuition at $70,712. So that's, I imagine that's for the year. So yeah, $111,972, that's going to be your total published cost for the first year. And that first year they do advertise it as being more because um, the first year factors in the cost of your materials, like your dental tools and instruments, things like that. So then, you know, in the preceding years, it's going, it's going to seem like it's a little bit cheaper. Second year, it has a list as $108,000. Third year, $106,000. Fourth, um, $98,000. For a total of $425,466. Again, Tufts list their tuition at $70,712 with 5% tuition and fee increases. So that is per year. Um, on, on tuition. You're going to see your tuition go up quite significantly over a course of four years. And then also you need to consider the inflation of the cost of living. So that's also going to be going up. So it's going to be more expensive to live as time goes on, as well as your tuition will increase as time goes on. When uh, referring to the near $70,000 listed um, in tuition by Tufts, Travis writes, that's totally wrong. Tufts officials know that they will not be leaving tuition alone for an entire four-year period, um, as do the other dental schools that list their expected cost this way. So it's they know that that's not going to be the cost, but they're listing it anyways because there's going to be an increase in tuition. So that is what he's saying is completely wrong. So these numbers also leave out the crucial fact that loans accrue interest while you are in school. So the second that you have to take out that first loan, interest is going to accrue. Um, you know, the, the clock starts to tick at that point. So then he goes into the real cost of dental school. He says, I'll use a 4% rate of increase in the total cost of attendance and attendance in my real estimate of the four-year costs of Tufts Dental. I'll also assume that you accrue interest at a rate of 7% per year and that you borrow the entire cost of attendance. So 7%, I can tell you personally that that is an accurate number. When I was going to my dental school interviews, that is about what was being um, advertised because, you know, a lot of these you are going to be taking out those federal um, 
you know, those federal student loans, and it is about a 7%. But because of everything going on right now, those rates have actually dropped just a little bit. Um, the total will represent the true cost of Tufts Dental for the class of 2021. So if you're a D4 right now, I believe that is talking about you. So now considering the interest rate of 7% per year, he went back and calculated those numbers that I read in the you know towards the beginning of this segment of the published total cost and then when you factor in the interest that you're going to owe for each of those years those numbers look more like this $149,057 in the first year and that was compared to what they published at about $112,000 so without the interest second year $142,000 uh and that was compared to $108,000. The third year, $137,000 as compared to the $106,000. And then finally, the fourth year, $122,000 as compared to $98,000. And that's for a grand total of $550,000 or $550,932 just to attend school as compared to what they advertise at 425,466. So for a grand total difference of over $125,000. Hmm, that is really interesting that that is just, you know, just like a slight $125,000 difference than advertised. Well, anyways, now um, when you see these published prices or that they're advertising, you know not to believe it because they're just letting a small $125,000 slide. No big deal, right? Well, guess what? It gets worse than that. And I hope that this isn't discouraging you from being a dentist because if you listen to my podcast, you know that I'm really encouraging you to be a dentist. But the reason I'm talking about all this is so that you can prepare so one day you don't regret your decision to be a dentist because guess what? It definitely is doable. Don't stress yourself out because there are so many things that you can do and your earning potential is going to be high. But it's just necessary that you know this now so you aren't surprised later and you can prepare for it so instead of you know maybe going and buying that corvette you've always dreamed of you might have to hold up you know hold off on that a little bit until you get your finances under control and that's fine i think living within your means is very smart so you know work now and then you know maybe play a little bit later but that doesn't mean like make yourself miserable all the time because you do need to find a way to treat yourself but just living within your means can be huge anyways um he chose tufts because it is one of the country's most most expensive dental schools so that is that is kind of what you're going to see like as like the maximum cost like it's likely that if you're the dental school you go to might be cheaper than that um however if you are going to dental school like this you like again like don't freak out just have a plan like you can do it um however he recognizes that these numbers are very typical of private dental schools or out of state public schools um he makes the point and this is something to be aware of both during your interviews and orientations, that the cost they project will owe you will owe is far different from what you will actually owe. And I just talked about this a little bit, um, but yeah, the four-year published cost is four hundred twenty-five thousand dollars, but a typical student leaves with five hundred fifty thousand dollars. The published est- the published estimate is wrong. 
And then um, he goes into figuring out how much dental school will cost. So you must make adjustments to the numbers the school provides. Tuition increases at a rate of 4%. This is because there are more applicants than there are seats. So that's just the basic principle of supply and demand. You probably know this by now that there's so many applicants, which is why dental schools are very expensive because there's so many applicants and not enough seats. But this must account for accruing interest at a rate of 7%. The way this works is D1. So during your first year of dental school, that interest is going to accrue for four years. So it's going to be sitting there for a long time to just keep collecting interest. A lot of money that you had to take out that's going to be collecting interest. And then, um, you know, during your second year of dental school is a D2 that will accrue for three years. And then you kind of see the trend from there. By the time you get to your fourth year, that money you take out will have less amount of time to accrue. But guess what? You still took out that money from three years ago. So yeah, interest um, interest is interesting and it seems to um, win a lot of the time. So it's never good to be in a fight with interest. However, it, that's, you know, and we'll talk about this later too, if, um, you know, use interest to your advantage. So you know, make smart investments and learn about the the power and principle of compound interest because you want that working for you and not against you. But we're not going to get too into that into this episode. But because of all the craziness going on, the class of 2024, my current class, so shout out to all y'all, um, is fortunate in this matter because our interest rates are going to be a little bit lower this year. And maybe I should say considerably lower, around 5%. Because um, So those interest rates will be around 5% for the federal loan, I believe. Um, and so that is significant, a difference of 2%. So that's that that's good, I guess, but it's still going to be a lot of money. Um, but yeah, making all the adjustments I demonstrated above, here's what the cost would look like in terms of what the dentist would actually borrow for each year. And so th- those were directly his words, um, not mine. I, again, I am, um, you know, most of what I'm saying right now, I, I am citing based off of this, um, this guy's article, which I'm going to leave in the description below but um, he, here he's calculating in, um, you know, the cost for education and then also living. So I think he's taking the average here because for education, he has in the first year, you know, $124,000, um, while the cost of living is about $42,000. The second year, he has, um, you know, the average education will be $120,000, cost of living about $50,000. In the third year, $170,000 for $117,000 for education um, compared to or along with about $50,000 again in living. And then the fourth year, $112,000 for education um, along with about $48,000 for the cost of living. Grand total for education, $473,000 and for living, $190,000. So if you combine those together, a rising first-year student could expect to owe at graduation time about $664,000. So so $664,154. So that is pretty, pretty expensive. And guys, I'm being honest with you. These numbers are so high. Like I'm almost forgetting how to say them in that context, like $664,154. I think that that was right. Like that's when you know tuition is just way too expensive. Um, it's just crazy. That is crazy. That's that's the average that you will owe by the, that dental students owe by the time they graduate. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, we got to work on paying that back afterwards. So we're in this together, though. We are in this together. Man, I really hope that I'm not like discouraging anybody from applying to dental school at this point. I hope I'm not scaring anybody away because obviously that would like take away from the first 48 episodes of this podcast. However, um, I I don't want to lead you guys astray either. Uh, You know, I always believe in being transparent and honest. I'm just presenting it how it is, but that doesn't mean that you should be discouraged because guess what? There is such thing as good debt. You are investing in yourself, but you need to get ahead of these interest rates and the way to do, and there are ways to do that. Um, You'll have to, you know, stay tuned for the next couple episodes and we're going to get into that. But um, yeah, I, I just really want to help raise awareness because I think that this is a horrible problem. Um, guys, it's no secret that, um, you know, when I was going through my undergrad, it actually said, I think the number one field where they see suicides is like dentistry, where it's really, really high. And probably a lot of it has to do with finances because it can be a lot for any doctor in general, because, you know, these graduate schools are so, so expensive. And I I never want to see any of you get to the point where you feel like your life isn't worth anymore because you're so far in debt because it doesn't have to be that way as long as you have a, a, a plan and a support system because guess what? You can make a ton. You can over... That's that's the crazy thing about this. Despite all this money that you are going to owe back, whether it be for tuition, cost of living, and like you know the interest, like you can pay that back and, more, and then just be super financially set. Um, if you are wise with your money and your financial decisions. And guys, really, like money is just one little piece of the pie. Um, when, when I was, one of the videos I was watching for the Minority Mindset, which I talked about in the beginning of this episode, I really liked when he was comparing money to the um, frosting on a cake. So what makes a really good cake, so what makes your life really good is everything um, underneath the icing. Because if the cake is crap. It doesn't matter how much money you have or how much frosting that you put on that cake. It's still going to be crap. So, um, you know, that frosting is the same thing as the money in this example. And um, it it really isn't everything. It it can help supplement your life and make it, um, you know, make it possible for you to do the things that you want to do. But money is not the thing that is going to bring you happiness. And here's another example that I heard the other day too. Um, You know, if you, if I were to give you a million dollars tonight and then you ended up losing somebody in your life who you really love, would you really, really care about that money? Nope, you wouldn't. And so what brings you happiness is your relationships with other people um, is, you know, those intrinsic values that you have money. Think of money as a tool, but never be um, a servant or a slave to money. However, we do know that if, you know, we aren't wise with a lot of the decisions that we make, then, you know, money can become our master and it can affect our quality of life. And we never want that to happen. Like I want you guys to just experience freedom. You know, it's my hope that one day, um, you know, you, you will have a lot of money, not because you're just like seeking money, but because it's, you know, because if you have a lot of money and you pay back all of these um, expenses, you'll be able to give back more. And I think that's ultimately our purpose here on earth is to be able to give back. And that doesn't mean that we can't take the time to enjoy our own lives because it's very important that we're treating ourselves 
um, well as long as those, you know, that we're, we're being nice to ourselves as well as to those around us. Um, but anyways, I hope all that makes sense. I hope I didn't get um, too confusing there. And I know this is a very real conversation that, um, that I'm trying to conduct within this podcast, but I hope you found it beneficial. And if you did, please, you know, I, I would really appreciate if you shared with somebody else. And I just really appreciate all you guys for tuning in and, and being here. Um, I really, I really, really do appreciate it. Anyways, um, I'm going to leave you with a final message and then I will see you on Tuesday. I'll be back on Tuesday for another amazing podcast. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. If so, please share it with someone else who you think might benefit from it. Also, please reach out to me on Instagram at read.dentistry underscore podcast or on Facebook at Jordan Lundquist if you're interested in subscribing to the weekly newsletter. In this newsletter, you will benefit from further personal advice and guidance to help you in your individual adventure into dental school. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. Your support means so much to me. Remember to click on the links below in the description so you can keep up to date with the latest info from this podcast on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Please join me again on Tuesday for another amazing episode. Until next time, peace.